set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And we're doing things a little differently. We're back with another rough cut. Um, on this episode, we're discussing Really Love from 2020, directed by Angel Christie Williams. Um, this film was recently released on Netflix, and we saw a clip of it. We watched the trailer, and we just kind of want to talk about it for a little bit and share some of our thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Um, We also saw a few threads on it on Twitter and kind of wanted to talk about uh, that, (laughs) black films, and a couple other things uh, surrounding it. And that's that's what we're doing on this episode. Yeah, it's been a minute. We haven't had a rough cut since Miss Juneteenth last year. Which y'all need to watch, y'all. Yeah, I can I just say this one thing? If you be complaining about movies and you haven't seen, like, Miss Juneteenth or you haven't seen Lovers Rock or you haven't seen, like, like I can go on. If you haven't seen Sylvie's Love, if you haven't watched, like, some other stuff that's come out in the last year. What's that one you told me about? The Weeknd? The and weekend, yeah. which yeah. I love, which is I the photograph, the photograph. If you don't, if you, if you haven't watched these films, but you be talking about how films don't be doing what you want them to do in a very, very basic way, I feel like you're not doing what you should be doing, which is watching these movies in the first place. And that's not to say that all these are winners. It's just that these films exist. Um, a few of them are directed by women, black women especially. And it just feels like a disservice um, when people say things like this movie doesn't exist or one person out of the whole of Hollywood is the only person showing black people doing regular black people things, which is not true. <laughs> and I feel like, the you know, when y'all gas at one person like that, it just shows that there's not a lot of exploration and of course you can get into like what's the word like you can get into accessibility and things but um all these movies we just talked about are on streaming services (laughs) they were not released in theaters so you can't pull that fast one either (laughs) and for like for the most part all of them are good like ashley had some issues with some of the ones that we talked about but I enjoy it all. <laughs> I didn't really bang with the photograph. Brittany loves yeah. the photograph. I, I love Sylvie's Love. I don't know if you like Sylvie's Love. I like Sylvie's Love. I, I thought it was really cute. And then, mm-hmm. um, and good and melodramatic, which is what this movie could have used. But, mm-hmm. um, and then what was the other one? Miss Juneteenth. Like, there was some, like, I mean, we thought, we talked about it. We both really liked it. I don't yes. know. Also, I'm, <laughs> I might be jumping the gun, but, like, when people talk about trauma, like, I'm kind of like, are you talking about you just don't want to see anybody be murdered? Or like, which I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, or like, do you like not want anybody to have any problems at all? Exactly. So, which, 
So what brought this particular movie to my attention and probably brought it to Ashley's attention because I knew nothing about it, but I saw a tweet um, saying, I'm tired of traumatic movies with black people. I just want black people to just chill and vibe. and Have sex and vibe as what oh, I read. And I looked at the film and basically reading the description is just like a lawyer and a painter get together can their love survive? Like that's any romance ever. If you look at the Little Mermaid, it's basically a fish bitch and a prince get together. Can their ah, love conquer all? Like not a fish that's bitch. a romance. Like yeah, it's usually that's what it is. It's usually like hurdles to get together because if you just like like I know from the opposite, and it might seem like oh, like I'm putting all these you know how most people display their relationships on the internet or whatever might seem very exciting to you but like from our perspective i don't care <laughs> like once you've gotten together i don't care it's the it's the hurdles before that yeah but like if you these- just exchange numbers and y'all started dating and then y'all like date for a year move in together get married have kids and like grow old and die like that just saying that right now just bored the hell out of me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need, like, for a film, you need some kind of tension. You need some kind of thing to draw a viewer in. Like, if they come from disparate backgrounds, you have tension in that. Yeah. And that's what this story is about. You have um, Isaiah, who is a painter. And yeah. you have Stevie, who is named after Stevie Wonder, because she was dancing in the constitute in the womb. And she okay. is a law student. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other funny thing about this is like somebody was like, oh, I don't want to see this shit because he's broke and she's rich. And I was like, well, at the time, we didn't know that her family was rich because our family is pretty well off um, in the movie. But like at the time, somebody was like, well, girl, she's a law student. <laughs> she's not a lawyer. She's not rich either. They both broke as fuck. <laughs> They're both boring shit. She just got more prospects or more I wouldn't say more prospects. I think she has a clearer path of how her life is supposed to go. Whereas in the arts, like there is no one path to success because there is no job fair for painters. (laughs) There is no recruiting process for painters. Like it, it wholly depends on your output, which is like, I mean, people get sued all the time. She's good money. But somehow he's in the wrong for being a painter. That bothered me as someone who used to paint. <laughs> and as someone is in the arts, that actually really bothered me. <laughs> that storyline was, I'm sorry, I found it funny. That he was a painter and she was a law student? Or? Like his personal storyline with his parents. Oh yeah, because they were like, damn, maybe you broke. <laughs> he's like, so, like, as soon as he breathed, he'd be like, so when you gonna get a job, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you know the deacon got a job for you? <laughs> so I was looking at these things called jobs. Have you heard of that? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, like, some people's parents really don't understand. Most people's parents don't understand when their kids decide to be in the arts. Or they actively discourage it because, you know, like I said, it's not an easy pathway, you know? Um, I'm like a designer, like a graphic designer, so it's a little bit simpler. But if you're somewhere like who's like in the fine arts and you do like sculpture, or you do painting or 
beating or whatever you do, like it's a lot more, you have to have a lot more like ambition and discipline and stuff. And sometimes it's, it's like not, it just doesn't gel well, usually with most creatives because they just want to create. They don't want to have to do all the, all the extra bullshit because that's not the reason why they create in the first place. But they're acting like this man was just trash. <laughs> like, like the early he, threads, everybody was acting like he just was like, you know, like a- was a like just a, raggedy like, like a he mooch. didn't have anything i assumed that like they acted like he didn't have any means of supporting himself which he obviously did yeah um, he didn't ask anyone for help he had his own means of survival he had his own place to live yeah he didn't have like roommates or anything he was just on his own doing his thing I've only been to D.C. like a couple of times, but I know as well as anybody, like it is not cheap to live there at all. So the fact that he has, I mean, it's not like in the greatest area. I think it was above like a liquor store or something. And his apartment was not as nice as hers by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, he still has something. It's not like he was just like, what do they be calling them on Twitter? Hobosexuals? Is that what they be calling them? Yes. Men that just sleep with you so they can get a room to stay in. <laughs> and the keys to the Ultima with the sorority mm. plates on it. If you live in Dallas, you know what I'm talking about. Because they go down 635 going 90 miles an hour. Mm. In your AKA plates. <laughs> mm. <laughs> AKA plates. It's either an AKA plates or Delta plates. And sometimes I feel like we're all seeing the same car because it's always <laughs> like a black Ultima doing too much. Mm. Yeah, but that wasn't him. Like, I don't feel like that was him. And I think that ends up being sort of like the the very, I mean, this movie doesn't really have a lot of conflict, which I think works against it. But I think his like pride and not asking for help is probably the main downfall of like their relationship. I, or at least it starts to be one of the cracks in the relationship, maybe. I really can't tell you because okay, Marie's <laughs> like I have forgotten everything I want. <laughs> it's not that I have forgotten. This is one of my major issues with the movie, mm-hmm. and I hate to say this, but I have to say it. We're going to say it. We're going to be, um, what's that, what's that thing? We're going to be brave, yeah, real or something. Okay, I'm going to speak my truth. Yeah, speak your truth. Um, Controversial yet brave. That's what you're going to do. So I was really looking forward to watching this film because, you know, I love beautiful black people. That's exactly what we were getting in this. (laughs) So it was nothing but beautiful black people. Everywhere you looked beautiful black people, except for it was like one white dude, whatever, but beautiful black people everywhere, as far as I can see, just mm-hmm. beautiful black people, right? Yeah. So I was excited, even in the steals, the way um, every shot was composed, it was just beautiful. The art, um, like the art that he created um, for his character, it was nice. It was, it was just nice. Like all the aesthetics in the film, wonderful. Uh-huh. I love the opening to interject. 
where they had all the people at the liquor store and they had the gang members shooting dice or smoking weed or whatever they were doing. They had old people playing chess and all that. Like I thought that when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get like a whole, like, like a whole spectrum of life, which I feel like, um, as much as people talk about black people not being a monolith, bruh, <laughs> we sure do gravitate towards the same few characters. Yeah. Okay. So my issue was the Lee didn't have the twinkle that a romantic lead, the male lead, he didn't have the twinkle that a lead needs in this kind of film. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that he did was just flat. Yeah. It was It was just flat. There was no emotion. Even when, like, he is so fine to look at. Like, he Girl, is Kofi, beautiful. Kofi, drop your skin routine. Show us. He, is gorgeous skin skin but like five in skin yes (laughs) he is gorgeous but there's it was no emotion there was no like there was nothing to draw you in there was no twinkle in your eye like there was nothing to draw you in there was nothing to make you convinced that he wanted her he that he wanted the audience to, to believe that he wanted her. There was no like emotion when they were like having problems in their relationship. There was no passion behind his art. It was all just kind of flat. And then you also had other members of the cast like Blair Underwood, oh, who so has fine. been in several films. Like he's anytime fine. Blair Underwood steps into a scene, like just think of set it off. When he steps into the bank, you just like whoop. There go Blair Underwood. Blair because he has is just, a twinkle. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you also have Michael Ely, even oh. though he's he like my black king, definitely. Uh-oh. But like Michael <laughs> Ely has a twinkle. Like Michael Ely is charming. Michael Ely has presence. This is very big from you. We've talked about Michael Ely on the like, show. <laughs> yeah, you know. You that, know. That, that's like, saying a lot. <laughs> like, you have two other actors. Even uh, Tristan Wiles, when he showed up in his scenes, like, oh, he yeah. had spark, charisma. He I, had something. Every, every time he does something, I'm like, why do you rap again? Like, why do you, you still do that? Like, you do that. Like, your yeah. name is Mac Wilds. And so I just don't. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what like, to make of you. But yeah, he was what Him and, um, and the friend with the afro, the coffee barista. Like, I mean, like, what was up with them? Like, we could have, we could have pivoted. Yeah. At multiple points. <laughs> so all of the supporting cast, like, um, the actress who plays... Stevie? Um, Stevie, she did well in, like, she did well with carrying the scenes, but it was just something missing. Like, she, like, she had spark. She had charisma. She was light, like, you felt it, but it's just, 
it was just something not there. And when watching the film, I thought about, like, I thought about, like, Stephon James. I thought about even Lakeith. He has something in the photograph. Oh, I about to say, yeah, with, e- <laughs> with Ethan. I thought about, like, Jonathan Majors and watching, like, Lovecraft Country, which is very cursed content. But, like, <laughs> these, like, these actors have a little certain spark to make you interested in whatever romantic feelings that they have for their scene partners that Kofi D- didn't have in this particular film. And that was kind of disappointing because it's a romantic drama and you're trying to build romantic tension and it's hard to do so if your leads don't have what's necessary to do that. Okay, I'm going to interject here and say that the actress that plays Stevie is um, Yutha Ro- Sorry. Yutha Wong Loy Singh. Um, mm-hmm. That's her name. So I guess her name is, um, I believe that's Yutha. Oh, that is. Um, I have not seen her in anything. Oh, so she was in, um, she was in a show on OWN called Love Is, which I, I guess it's streaming on something called All Black. I don't know. I don't watch OWN. I don't have OWN. I've never really been an own viewer. Um, and that's she's, what makes me wonder what goes on on Queen Sugar. I like him on Queen Sugar with Kofi, um, which is why I was kind of just like, why is he so chill? But like, maybe that's part of like the love and vibes part of this whole thing where like nobody was really like, you know, go get her or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they kind of were, but like not really. But like, um, yeah, there wasn't like that sort of urgency at any point. <laughs> Everything just felt like, like, yeah, we're doing this. Yay, you know? <laughs> so I've never, when I watched Queen Sugar, I have not watched that show in a while. I don't think it's airing anymore. I think it might be done. But um. Yeah, I never saw like he had a pretty rocky relationship with uh with um Beyonce's stepsister. With <laughs> well, Miss Bianca Lawson. Yes, Bianca Lawson. Oh, wow, that's with Jessica Christ. I'm having like name, like brain fart. Um, yeah, so he has a really like tumultuous relationship with her because she's like a former addict. And so she's trying to stay sober and they have a baby together and stuff like that. But um yeah, I never got like the sense that he couldn't carry something. And we even watched him in a uh, girls trip and I just was like, you got way more going on. You're barely in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but in girls trip, he was just set dressing essentially. Yeah, but even with that, he's like in, not in the movie that long. I remember him very clearly. Whereas yeah, this one is all kind of like, like white, like, you know, like it didn't seem very, I don't know. But also I feel like she wasn't really that, great either <laughs> i mean but comparatively i don't know sometimes they were like when they had that fight i was just like it was a dry fight like that yeah it should have been like smash edition damn it woman i won't you from um from miss juicy if you want married woman <laughs> oh oh Ooh, Bring Kendrick Samson in this. And say, you yes. a married woman. I'm going to watch that again. 
like I own that. Even joke, that so. moment, like even Kendrick just showing up, just ooh, showing up, like being that. trash and dipping had to get arrested. Great, lovely. I like that kind that. of you need that kind of passion. Like you need that. You need that little bit of whoop of emotion. But see, I don't think people want that. But you need it, like that's the thing. I don't. I don't know with people when they say they just want something where people just fall in love and just like chill. I don't know if they really <laughs> realize what that entails, and I feel like this movie is what that entails. Because I was just like, oh, they're just together, okay. Like okay. you're not gonna like have any like resistance or anything. So I was like, well, what's what's the issue? Like, when's the issue gonna come? I, okay, so. Very few films can do that kind of tension well. I feel like we talked about one that did, and that would be like in the mood for love. Yeah, you got that tension. Um, if you want to talk about, oh, excuse me, oh, almost died. Um, if you want to talk about like passion, like passion, I would say like probably if Beale Street could talk. Yes, because that was just oh. <laughs> like. That's- Oh, that's sexy. Is <laughs> Barry, you are touched. You the music. Barry, you're touched like, by God. <laughs> My dude. This film also tried to, I got If Bill Street Could Talk music cues from it uh, as uh-huh. well. Yeah. And they were trying to invoke that feeling. Yeah, I didn't want to say that Barry has sons because I felt like that was rude. But I was also like, I'm getting Bill Street. And maybe it's because of the jazz and stuff too um and sort of the color palette because it's very warm and rich which we need more of that too because i should also say that these two like the lead most of the actors in the movie are like mid-tone or darker like there's not a sorry to pick her name out of the hat but it's not a tessa thompson really or is it daya it's not one of those it's not a kenya barris paint like pairing where you have a significantly darker partner and a significantly lighter partner. Like, they're not the same tone, but, like, they're pretty close, you know? And the lighting is really good. Um, There's never a point where I was just like, damn, I can't see nobody. But, like, it did when it first started. I was like, oh, this is giving me, this is giving me Barry. Not to be, like, you know, not to, not to oversell the man. I don't want it to turn into like a Jordan Peele thing where we just oversell the man until we give him too much and then he inevitably disappoints us. But like, so far he hasn't. He better not. <laughs> you know what? If he does, I'll just rewatch if Bill Street could talk. Like, he could build romance, those feelings in all kinds of situations. Look at Moonlight, look at if Bill Street can talk, and also look at Underground Railroad, which was one of the most heartbreaking pieces of TV I've ever watched, but it is so good. It's so good. And I I don't think, I'm not going to tell everybody to go watch it, but you should watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it um, only because like, I don't know. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot, but also I just like in the long line of movies and tv shows i have i have not even put it like on the list i'm just like i'm overwhelmed bro i'm overwhelmed um but yeah i think yeah you're right that like it did remind me of that so i thought we were gonna get something very 
music driven, which I was reading an interview with um, the director and she was talking about how music kind of like guided her a lot in this. But I don't, I wasn't really, I don't remember most of the music in the movie. Like, I remember when they were doing, like, the performance of the club, and I know they shouted out, like, Gold Link, and then there were some other people. Um, I know they mentioned, like, Ari Lennox in the interview, mm-hmm. but I don't really, I'm not familiar with Ari Lennox's music, so I could have been listening to, I could be listening to her, and I wouldn't know it. Um, so maybe that's also the problem. Maybe, like, some of the music that they picked was, like, a little bit more... I don't know, like not, not stuff I'm familiar with. But at the same time, I don't really know that there was any, except for like the opening scene. I don't remember a lot of scenes that were really dominated by any music. I, there aren't as many like impactful scenes. Yeah. Scored by music, like some other films that if you played a piece of music, I'm like, hmm. Yep, I am standing in a restaurant trying to convince a depressed cop to fall in love with me. I'm going to break into his apartment every day and clean up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I didn't get that from this. So, um, I don't know. I mean, she's closer to the work. I mean, I've only seen the finished product. So it could have been changes in the editing room or whatever, but. And I think this movie came out, like, was it last year? Maybe 2009? Like, they didn't release this movie for a really long time. Yeah, they had Not 2009, sorry. 2019. Oh, my God. I mean, what is time, actually? What is time but a flat circle? Mm -hmm. Thank thank you, Carrie Fukunaga, for that. Where are you at? I asked somebody the other day in class what year it was, and then... Like a calendar just flipped through my head and I just like stared off into Zoom and just left my body. Now, see, when you be asking me what year it is, I'm like, Brittany, aren't you on your phone right now? <laughs> Can't you go? I don't know. I don't know. Like, these are legitimate questions. Like, they're not just me. Ha ha, playing those. Just like, Ashley, what year is it? I used to just be like, Brittany, look at your calendar on your phone, sis. Because <laughs> I don't know what day it is. The end of summer and like the end of like um like the end of fall. I don't even know the days of the week. <laughs> like I have no. It's September next week. Actually, this week <laughs> in like two days is gonna be September, and I have not prepared for anything in September at all because <laughs> I thought it was still August for a majority. I mean, Ooh. Ugh, it's been a long summer. We're almost summer. done. It's been a long fucking summer, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't really get the that whole. I didn't get the music from this. I didn't get a lot of passion between the two of them, and maybe that's the other thing I was gonna say is that maybe them two just don't have the chemistry. Like the movie could have worked. Like for me, like just watching the movie as it is it's i would tell people to watch it like i feel like it is worth your time like, i know I, some people would enjoy it i know a lot yeah. of people enjoy it i see the things that y'all be talking about on on online all the time and the conversations i've had with people where they're just like i'm never gonna watch this show or movie because of trauma 
and I'm just like, well, have you watched this? And they're just like, no. So (laughs) in that sense, which pisses me off so much, but in that sense, I would say, yes, watch this movie so you can stop saying that things like this don't exist because they do. And also, like like we said before, a black female filmmaker, all black cast, no light skins. (laughs) Sorry to the light skin community that might be tuning in, but that's also been kind of a, a thing. Michael Ely is present and accounted for. I don't know. Like, he's not really, like... I mean, he's, like, in it, but he's not in it. No. He's also not hiding under nobody bed, so... (laughs) And Michael Ely is, like, not... You know, like, he's not, like, his usual, like, clean-cut self. Like, they made him look like he's, like... He... You know, okay. Like, out here. I was like... He reminds me of Isaiah Washington and Love Jones. That is his counterpart without being... When you say Isaiah much. Washington, you mean that Isaiah Washington? <laughs> yeah, like his character in Love Jones. That's what was who his character again? Wasn't his like? Wasn't he like some sort of like? But he wasn't cheap. Like intellectual. That would be like bag. the counterpart. Like because this movie is essentially Love Jonesian. This yeah, is this is the Love Jones industrial film complex. This is Love Jones, y'all. This is. This is very inspired by Love Jones. To me, that's the feeling that I got from it. I can't remember what his character did. I just remember him being there. He was like, um, see, like if Lorenz Tate was in this movie, boom, bitch. Lorenz Tate's too old for this shit. I was kidding. He <laughs> is. Not. I mean, if. I but something, somebody needed to spice this up. Somebody if Tay Diggs was in this movie, he could have did it. If he wasn't like showing his butt cheeks on Instagram. If. Throwing them two small hats. <laughs> the last movie we talked about was Tay Diggs. We just picked up where we left off. We're just talking shit. <laughs> Morris Chestnut. Like oh, this is the I, maybe that's the other thing too. You know, like how people are kind of talk about musicians and how we kind of don't have like stuff. Like, well, the stars conversation is like a Hollywood conversation, but like how we just don't have like legends in the making right now. I don't want to put any blame on like Kofi, but maybe that's the other thing. Maybe we just like, we've seen like those really like, like damn bruh, slam it against the wall a bit. Like kind of got like, like shit. It's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't what, but maybe this is like, this, that's this, that's the thing. Maybe the kids don't want that. But the kids deserve it. Like <laughs> imagine Jason's lyric. I just rewatched it, right? Oh God, here she do go. not like if you don't want to be watching dramatic shit, don't watch Jason's lyric because shit is wild. But <laughs> you've told me enough about Jason's lyric that I feel like Jason's I it. lyric. You got that scene in the 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 um, TV repair shop. They don't even <laughs> repair TVs no more. But TV repair shop. These are the feelings that you want to invoke, like. Yeah. You need leads like this. You need leads to be like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Like you're rooting for them to like. Yeah. Like they need to overcome it these up. odds. <laughs> like it needs to overcome these odds. It needs to be hot. It needs to be sexy. It needs to do all this. Yeah. It, but- they need, you need these. And it needs to be beautiful black people doing these things. Like it. That's what you need. You need you need me to talk like this I about feel, the film. I feel like maybe passion is also considered like a dangerous thing to be like 
maybe it feels aggressive to people. No, you need dick slanging. You need <laughs> <laughs> you need people getting their backs blown out. Like you need these yeah. moments in film. Like yeah. you, you maybe need this, to feel the passion. Maybe this type of behavior is considered safe. You know, because it just seems just like oh. I think you're cute. You think I'm cute? I think you're cute. Okay, let's go on a date. <laughs> There's no like, oh, will they or won't they or, or whatever. Or see, I mean, there's like certain uncertainty, like when she ends up getting like a her job out of like school or whatever. But um, there's no like, I don't know. There's no like, like tension around it, you know, and like, um, first of all, I'm sorry. Can we just say, if you can have two beautiful people like this, and then have a fade to black sex scene, I feel like I've been robbed. <laughs> I feel like I had personally been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, all of the above. Like, I actually rewound it because I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. In <sighs> It's, I don't know, like, it doesn't have to be, like, I'm referencing less caution again. It doesn't have to be, like, less caution. Oh, girl. You don't need less caution sex scenes. This would blow your fucking wig. (laughs) But. This is a less caution. Somebody's wig would be blown off their head <laughs> just give give the girls something like give your audience something like everything was a little lackluster and like not even all romance like ah, again I mean, the, the scenes and if bill street could talk they're they're very they're passionate they're romantic like they're good scenes and <sighs> i'm looking it, for how old Angel Christy Williams is. I don't see her age because I keep referencing kids, but it's because of like the recent sort of discussions of film on the internet where we talk about the internet a lot because like me and Brittany, that's how we like have connected with each other. Um, and that's how we connect with you guys. But uh, yeah, the, the children don't like sex scenes. They don't like drama they don't like conflict they don't like anything too aggressive which i get some of that stuff you know like the you know making something that's clearly you know how they've kind of made stories back in the day where it was just kind of like yo this is creepy this is not cool like with love jones when he followed her up for when he followed her home or whatever that is weird that's not romantic that's gross it's not romantic no, but I feel like in that But in the sense, context of the film, no, it's like, not. okay, Lorraine no, Stane is talking at your door, talking about Prince. Okay. Yeah, you like the Prince stuff. But I was just it's like, we like, can listen to Prince albums. Okay, Lorraine Stane, we're going to listen to Prince albums. And see, I'm like, little nigga, you should have, you should need to go back outside <laughs> and try again at a later date <laughs> because that was upsetting me. But yeah, I feel like we just sort of like, like every time I log on, it seems like another thing has entered the the do not do not do zone. And I just watched 
a movie today. It was a documentary called The Celluloid Closet, which is about like gay and lesbian res- uh, representation in film since like the beginning of film. And there's a lot of good like um, scenes and uh, dialogue from like movies pretty much. This was released in like 95. So like it doesn't really encompass like the whole of the 20th century and it definitely doesn't touch the 21st century. But it was very interesting because they talked about the Hayes Codes. And I was like, damn, they really, really sat there and were like, don't you show any of this shit. <laughs> and some of the stuff they talk about, I'm like, wow, y'all really are trying to give it, like, go back to the Hayes Codes. Like, no seduction, no nudity, obscenity, profanity, open mouth kissing, lustful embraces. And there's some other stuff on here, like rape and, you know, that, of course, I don't want to see that. But, like, in prostitution. <laughs> but, like, um... I'm like, you can't see seduction? I mean, There's no seduction nobody reason. wanted to go see anybody just show a little ankle on the weekend. They were. That's the thing. They were doing that. And then people came back and were like, this is unwholesome. This is America. We don't like that shit. So we're going to start cutting. People don't realize that that wholesome good time shit that people liked to like in, like in the 50s, the 40s and 50s, that wasn't the norm. They were showing prostitutes or sex workers they were showing storylines about you know abortion they were showing storylines with gay characters even if it wasn't like maybe full no there was there was it was mostly like jokey stuff but they were like no none of that none of that stuff and i feel like now we're starting to slowly slip to another haze code 2.0 with some stuff people talk about like somebody logged on and i don't even know if this is trolling some of it feels like hardcore trolling, which is very stupid because, like, why would you troll about movies? But also, like, sometimes, like, oh, you shouldn't see movies. Um, you should only see movies that are rated for your age group. <laughs> like, that's oh. definitely trolling. That's so ridiculous, though. But people really are serious sometimes. I feel like somebody's going to bring that up again and they're going to be 100% serious. Uh, shit. And it worries me because I'm just like, so this is your idea of like a good story with like no seduction and no sort of like sexual tension or any of that. <laughs> like this is your idea of a good time. I'm having, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah. And you know, for me, once I get bored, it's a wrap. Yeah, I just was, I mean, you don't even have to, like, I'm not talking about, like, have something just, just, like, filthy and raunchy and disgusting or whatever. Like, I'm not talking about that, but I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not going to get, like, a little bit of a thrill. <laughs> not going to get a little bit of something. Not a little bit of eyes. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, that was kind of my, my main problem with that is just kind of, like, once you take all the sort of the the real like tension and like kind of drama. I mean, you can replace it with this drama that's in here, which is something that happens in movies with like people who have different backgrounds. They can't like reconcile that shit. Um, and that t- causes tension, but something about it just didn't seem high stakes enough. I was like, okay, break up then. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and they did. There was no like, I mean, yeah, they were like, like, you go take that job. Yes. Okay. 
And they kind of fought a little bit about it, which I think she did. I think he did better in that fight than she did. But it was still like, what the hell you want from me? I don't know. What you mean? (laughs) I think we should break up. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then he was gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the scene where they had him sitting shirtless on his sofa or whatever. When, like... You could give me more of that. I like when they were, like, when he was on the bed, on the side of the bed, and she was on the bed. That was cute. What part was that? I think it was towards the end. Uh... They needed to play. They they also needed, like, a music moment, like, play me for your love. Like, no, no, we didn't need that. <laughs> we did not need to play anybody for their heart. <laughs> like, like, well, they had that. Um, they had that cover of um, "I Put a Spell on You," which I decided last night that that was the last time I need to hear that song in a movie or a television show for at least a year. Yeah, because I did I, recognize that, and I was just like, mm, okay. I heard it the first time in. Um, I may destroy you, which was good because oh. all the music choices in that show were, were great. Um, Michaela and your music supervisor awards awards for the both of you, and then I heard it again in Lovecraft Country, and I wanted to poke both my eyes out because <laughs> that was the scene where she. <laughs> Where I can't remember what her name is now. I've forgotten everybody in Lovecraft Country already. What was little um, mama who was having sex with the great value Eric Northman, who was not even who was like the witch or whatever? Um, I forgot now, and I recently rewatched it because um, that was of reasons that to mind your business. Just uh, don't worry about. It. Who were you looking at? Inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> was it um it was the it was the episode with the Emmett Till episode that was Yeah, it. I skipped that one. Yeah, it was that episode and I was like, on Emmett Till's funeral day? Like the day of his funeral girl? This is what you're that gonna do? Horrible. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Y'all let y'all gonna do my girl like this? Y'all gonna make her dumb? Like what? And so I was like, Oh, that ruined the whole thing for me. And then again in this uh, movie towards the end, I was like, I mean, I no, I'm tired, <laughs> and it's such a good cover too. But I was like, no, I don't want to hear this again. <laughs> that could have been the time to have a great, damn, a great movie or a great music moment. They could have even love the basketball. Got that? Yeah, but that all the movies, all the movies from the '90s got good, like music moments. Play me for your love. Play me for your heart. Yeah, play me for my heart. Hell yeah, about to get dunked on in the backyard, bitch. Girl, everybody's salt should be embarrassed. <laughs> uh, Gina was like, yes, this is my life. I hope she didn't play nobody for nobody's heart. Um, I would leave that portion out of my memoir. <laughs> like, this, this part fiction. Yeah, like this never happens. I just thought it would be very interesting, but yeah, keep take that to the grave. <laughs> I thought this would help the narrative. Please, please take it. Take help that Monica's arc. Take that secret to the grave. 
But, um, yeah, so I didn't really see it for the music. Well, I mean, the music I did hear, I, I did like, but I just didn't, I don't know. It didn't really, like, hit me like that. But I feel like maybe if you're more familiar with some of the artists that she used in, in the movie, maybe you would groove better <laughs> to it. But I just was like, it just kind of washing over me. Like, I don't, I'm not recognizing anything. <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk about, like, two or three scenes okay as i can remember them because i have questions uh <laughs> so i guess we already talked about how there was not really like a sex scene well there was but like not really and then um so like the whole seduction well not seduction i guess when they finally like get together i guess it's kind of like eh. but i did like the part where he like took her out <laughs> i guess they were on her car I don't know if they took her car, his car. I don't even know if he has a car. But, um, wait, no, he does have a car. But remember they were out in the fields, right? Or something? Mm-hmm. They were, like, parked and they were eating. And I was, Twitter has ruined me because I said, oh, is this a date? <laughs> and they were eating wings and drinking wine. And it was Girl, really he was, cute. He was clearing that wing, bro. <laughs> that was cute. They was eating wings. It was cute. Girl, was you could have had a... You see, you could have had a close-up of the wing being cleared. And that would have sustained me for the rest of the movie. <laughs> he, they, they, it was cute. They was eating them damn wings. And I think he wanted to show her, like, his art and stuff. So, like, they walked to his house. And he, like, does, like... I was trying to think of the artist that his work reminds me of. Um, Because he does like a lot of layered textured art, which I thought was kind of interesting. It kind of looks like, I guess if you look at it like too hard, it looks like like a like a Monet situation. But like the people, I guess you know if you're representing like black textures and black shades and beautiful black people, then it made sense. Um, so the whole like issue with his like. I guess with Isaiah's like story arc is that he is a creative, he's a painter. He participates in, I don't know if he's in any shows right now. I think he wants to have like a, his, he's being offered like the chance to have a solo show at one point. Um, but he doesn't really have the work for it yet, which I loved Uva Duba in this. Um, she kept coming in, just looking at his shit, being like, no, no. try harder. <laughs> Bye. Bye. She looked great. I'm not used to her, like, with straight hair. I haven't really watched many things that she's been in since she was on Orange is the New Black. But, um, yeah, they had her in these nice, like, expensive-looking clothes and her straight hair. And she was just like, yeah, I like your art, but you need to have more. <laughs> And so that's the thing that's plaguing him is that he wants a solo show. This white boy that he went to school with, because um, he did go to school, uh, like he's had like three or four solo shows. And so it pisses him off because he hasn't had any. So then he's like, I need to, you know, basically be better than this kid, which I was just like, just make your work, bro. But, you know, um, and then little mama wants to be a, I don't know what kind of lawyer she wants to be. I forgot. They didn't really clarify, really. Yeah, you see her like arguing some points in class and stuff. Um, but she's like, she doesn't want to work for a big farm. She wants to work, I think, more 
like nonprofit maybe. Um, so she like wants to be like down on the ground with like the little people rather than making some company a millions and millions of dollars or billions of dollars for when they don't need any. <laughs> and um, I just really like. I think the one scene that really, really stood out to me was when they went to visit her parents. Mm-hmm. Because her parent, I don't know her mother's name. I don't know the lady who plays her mother. It's Susan um, Douglas. Okay. She is not nice. <laughs> In the slightest at all. She gave me like the worst, like, I don't even want to call her bougie. It was more than bougie. It was like, yes, I am better than you. (laughs) When he said, nice to meet you, she's like, yes, it is. And I was like, excuse me, lady. This is not nice. (laughs) I was like, the man hasn't even come to the threshold of your home yet. And you're already being stank. But, um, like, Stevie's parents... Like, her and her parents are all, like, grads of Howard University. Um, And they're all kind of, like, her mom is very, like, I don't know. what I don't know how to describe it without being very insulting to someone. (laughs) But, like, she just, uh, can we call it the Howard University Industrial Complex? (laughs) Maybe. Uh. Well, like, you remember, like, so she's like, oh, yeah, like, Isaiah went to school, which he went to, he didn't go to just any old school. He went to MICA, which is the Maryland Institute College of Art, um, which is a very, I don't know if you call it prestigious, but it is one of the oldest art schools in the nation. I actually wanted to go there at one point, but it was like 20 grand a year to go. That's when I wanted to go in 2007. So who the hell knows how much it costs now? I think it says after eight is like 40 grand a year or something. It is very expensive. So, and he was like the, like one of the best in his class, you know? So it's nothing like sneeze at, but she was like, well, did you try going to Howard University? They have all kinds of arts programs. I was just like, lady, <laughs> what the hell is your problem? It just bothered me so much. <laughs> and I was just like, is this like how it is for people? Like, is it only Howard or those other people? Like, um, they just can't. They just can't imagine that you didn't go to Howard if you had the opportunity to. I'm not going to speak on that. Bruh. <laughs> Don't leave me out here twisting in the wind. <laughs> I mean. That's how they're presented. I don't want to say it's like everybody and what's it called that went to Howard is, you know, like that. But as her parents are presented, it just gave me like a, like a nasty feeling about them. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne Douglas, um, she has been in, she was in Stella How, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, which was our previous episode. Oh, shit. I missed those entirely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a sister, the pregnant sister. She um, recently passed. Um, so she was also in the parenthood as the mother. Um, she is, 
She plays this type of character often. And she was also in Jason's lyric. Um, she played Alan Payne's mother. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you enjoyed this. Yeah. So she's <laughs> a, been a presence in a lot of different romance films. Um, and she's shown a lot of diversity in the roles that she's played. I'm not talking about her as a person. I'm talking about her character. Oh, like this, <laughs> like her characters. Like she usually, like last couple of films that we've seen, she's played this type of character. Because like when you think about Angela and how Stella got her groove back, yeah, it's she very was awful. similar to this. Yeah, she was awful. She was kept telling Angela, like, you need to leave that little boy alone. <laughs> it was, um, it kept telling Stella, you need to leave the little boy alone. Kept trying to set her up with like the um that guy mm-hmm. despite her already being in a relationship with Winston and kept trying to sabotage her relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just um I don't know. It just felt really like I feel like when we talk about like black stories that people want to see, they always kind of gravitate to like, why can't we just have like a Cosby show kind of thing where it's like two parents and they all have great successful lives and they all live like this. And then I'm sorry, like when people say stuff like that, have you recently watched the Cosby show? I mean, Outside I like the that clips that you've seen floating around the internet, no, you know the what they've years, seen. They've seen they're the boring. One, the Cosby Show is boring. They've seen the one episode with Vanessa, then they see and and um and Felicia aside and and how she was talking about how she wanted to have fun, but she wouldn't have fun no more, whatever the hell. And then they've seen the one with the grandparents' anniversary, the nighttime is the right time one, and then they probably seen whatever one that one that when um when Cliff kind of sons Theo <laughs> for whatever reason because Theo was kind of a dummy. But other than that, like, I don't know. It's it's all know. boring and preachy. And it had been really harsh. Sucks, kind of. But I just feel like that's like everybody's aspiration. So then I was like, when she was going in on him, I was like, damn lady, he's doing stuff. I was yeah, like, he, he just has a job. He's getting, he potentially will get paid if y'all will let him work. Yeah, nobody's letting him work, which is the other conflict of this movie is that she is mad that he's not present, but he's like, I need to do this to have like my own shit, you know? And then that storyline, I thought they would be like, oh, he creeping. They didn't creep. No, he was actually working. <laughs> like, they didn't, didn't even, like, they didn't even tilt that storyline to like, yeah, yeah he's creeping. It was just like he's working, and I know he's working, and I'm still mad about it. Like, right? Because if it was on the okay. other foot, and he was bothering her, and she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do, everybody be raising hell. Yeah, like, hey, baby, I'd be raising you hell come too. Lay like, up you... under me instead of studying law. She yeah. be like, hell no, nigga. Like, and I would be I like, hell no, nigga. <laughs> I would also be like, hell no, nah, leave that girl alone with her study. <laughs> Are you studying? Get you study in the room and she, and and I mean, oil paints don't smell that great, but like you, <laughs> you go and sit there and you chill next to him and he's doing his his paintings and you got your books. We didn't try that method. No, the method they, didn't they did try, to try work it out. The tr- the method they said was, why don't you move in with me? Which like. You- <laughs> The you introduced me as your girlfriend. 
I think we should move in together. You sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Moving in is such a big step. Like, there's no, there's no back and forth about that at all. Like, you're not. I mean, I know times are tough, but <laughs> I would still be like, "Hey, yo, hey, I don't know about this feeling, bruh. <laughs> I'm just not sure." Yeah, I feel like that was too soon because, like, do you know? Do you know his mama name? Have you met his mama? They never met his parents. Because they would have been like, can you help him find a job? Yeah, can you go and work as a law clerk in your office? <laughs> they need a painter at the law. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you need some murals at your office? Which I think they have more scenes with, like, Isaiah and his family because weren't they, like, painting the house, like, in... The interior of the house, and we're talking about some stuff like he's like basically talking about the solo show, and his dad kind of is not really reacting yeah, he, he, at all. He don't give a fuck. And he that, was, really, that hurt my feelings. Well, yeah, because you know parents don't ever really know what the hell you're talking about or acknowledge what you're talking about until you can actually show them like full proof that you are doing what you said you would do. Which I was like, this man don't be asking y'all for nothing. That's what I was so confused about. Like, is there some scene that I missed where he asked you for like twenty five dollars for some for some wings that he could take his girl on a date? <laughs> it's like, is there like an outstanding loan for like school that he has to pay you back? Is there like a I just feel like portion like yeah like they I didn't like know what to gaps. do with him. I don't feel like they don't know what to do with him because they don't know what to say what he, like what he does because he doesn't have a job that you can be like oh my son is a lawyer and he does this this and this or my son is a heart surgeon he cuts people up at the whatever and like <laughs> like he he doesn't have one of those jobs that you could just be like oh I know that's a job that's with prestige and money he's a painter so it's just like oh he's a bum like excuse me excuse you <laughs> excuse everybody so i didn't like that and then and then uh they're not happy that he's living in the house with her because they didn't tell them at all i mean would you be Probably not, because I was like, damn, tell me shit, or whatever. But they kind of were looking at him like it was his fault, like he tricked her into it. <laughs> no, it's like, that's not even what happened. I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't care. Because I was like, I don't pay the bills over there. Y'all figure that shit out. Who was I would be like, guys? I but questions. later on that night, me and Blair Underwood, if you talk about, babe, I don't think this is going to work, but we ain't going to tell our daughter. Just... Yeah, yeah, I'll just let her fail on her own or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, our daughter, she she grown. Who paying her. the rent at that? Who paying the rent at that house? That's the question I have. I I, I had I had several questions. Cause like, she don't work. She doesn't just work. Let her figure it out, babe. Me, Brittany, and Blair Underwood. Let's. <laughs> You're suddenly Blair Underwood's wife. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just yeah I didn't. Something about her family rubbed me the wrong way extensively um but also they like put pressure on her to like work or her mom really does put pressure on her to work for 
a big firm and how you don't go to Howard University to go work at a nonprofit, which I was like, I guess if you spend all that money and shit, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just felt very. Mm. I don't have the right words to describe it. They just, I didn't like them. Yeah, you just, it just, you just don't like them people. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, they give they me, were, like, They were condescending. They were mean. Like, they were just rude. They were rude to a guest in their home. Condescending is great, but it also, like, it just reminded me of a larger group of people who just be looking down on black people. A group of black people that look out on other black people for not going to doing like i don't know because i'm assuming they didn't realize he was like college educated and stuff but also it probably wouldn't matter because he didn't go to a university like they did or whatever he went to art school so that just bothered me a lot um it was that scene it was the scene where he actually does get his solo show Mm. finally and guess what he does we when he had his speech, ah. and he didn't thank her. <laughs> I screamed. I was like, I know he didn't do this. Who did he thank? Did he? He, he thanked Michael. He Ely. thanked Uzo. Oh, he thanked Uzo. Did he thank mm-hmm. Michael Ewing? Nope. Damn. He just was like, "Thanks, Sinead, for seeing what you saw in me. I couldn't have do this. Couldn't have done this without you. Good looking out." Boom. <laughs> For DC, bitch. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, this relationship is going down to hell." <laughs> and she looked like, "Excuse you, bitch. like you can see like daggers." Is this also the scene where they drive home? And or wait, is it the scene after the the dinner that they drive home? And he's driving, but he gets out to pump gas, and she has to give him her card. Yes, that must have been. That's after she, dinner, I think. Yeah, because they, he got paid after the show, and she was like, "Now don't get a big head," because yeah. there's a lot of money. And he took it. He took that big show money and bought a Charlie Wilson hat. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I mean, he'd be looking good in the mats. There's no, t- there's no time when the you little, the little hats, like the little... Or the Tay Diggs hat. <laughs> Them hats are too small for Tay Diggs. <laughs> the brim oh, of that... How small is Tay Diggs? No, it's because the brim is too small. And so it's just like a cap with like little little duck fin over it. And like a little duck bill or whatever. And it just looks very stupid because like... I mean, I feel like they would look stupid on everybody, but... He wears them the most, <laughs> so he has to catch the strays. Uh, but yeah, he gets paid, and I think this just—I think too. Uzo's like, you got to start making like twenty and thirty paintings like a year, and then we can get you international. I was like, God damn, that's a lot of output. That is a lot. I can't imagine doing twenty and thirty paintings a year. That's I think when people start having like assistants to paint their shit for them. Mm. But I don't know. That's a bit shaky or whatever. Um, um, now, what was the other scene? They do break up with that boring-ass fight. <laughs> and she decides that she's going to go to Chicago. First of all, she decides she's going to 
she has like all these interviews to like these different firms and then she's gonna go and interview with one in chicago which is like the third largest firm in like america or something um after she said she didn't know she wanted to do that type of shit and then um she doesn't tell him that she i think she tells him that she goes but she doesn't tell him what the result was yeah and then she ends up telling them like in the middle of their fight yeah she's like i'm going to chicago yeah so effectively this relationship is over because i think they were talking about it originally like she said she was gonna go and they're like oh kind of like trying to like I guess they kind of allude to, like, figuring out how they are going to make it work, but they never, like, say anything else about it. And then she ends up taking the job, and they break up. And then <laughs> it's, like, a year later. He has to go to Chicago for work, but he hasn't spoken to her since they broke up. And so he sees her at her art gallery when she's with somebody, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or not her art gallery, but whatever gallery he's showing in. But he's, and then they end up like sleeping together, but it was kind of drying. With that song playing over it. And I was like, I guess. (laughs) I thought this would be more like, like I never got to tell you the way I felt about you type of stuff. (laughs) Once again, I'd like to play you for your heart. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is that he won't stop working. Like he's very focused on his like career as like an artist and she's just like not with that shit and they just don't work out. Um, but she comes to his show in DC. I think she runs home to DC to like cry on her mother's shoulders. And she's basically like, her mom's like, oh, I fell in love once for your father. And he was cool, but, like, I guess it was, like, the same situation. So she's like, well, don't put yourself, don't put someone first in your relationship that wouldn't do the same to you. Some Instagram quote. Like, I don't know. And then <laughs> she said, do you, boo? Basically. And uh, and so she goes to his show, and, like, they see each other, but, like, they're not really together. And I guess he had painted some, like, portrait of a woman I don't think it was her, but it's, like, supposed to be representative of her. It's her. It's her. And their bed. It didn't look very much like her, but I don't know. But it was also titled her and I'll quote, or I'll cast, because that's what she is in his phone. (laughs) Which I was like, this is vaguely threatening. Her. I mean. That woman. Bay. Heart, heart. Emoji. Boo. Hard eyes, emoji. sugar, sugar. <laughs> I don't know, baby. Some beeb. This is a. If this is like a a mid nineties comedy, I think someone would be babe. But but yeah, that is kind of like they don't really. I mean, it's kind of like left almost ambiguous. I thought the movie. I was like, oh wait, did my the internet went out? <laughs> Yeah, we don't really know if they ever get back together. But also, like, it didn't really seem like their relationship. I don't know. that You know, like, because she was like, oh, people only in your life. Like, her mom was like, people only in your life for, like, a season or something. I guess it's like they're just meant to, like, change your life or something. But I don't really know if she- he changed her life because she went and did this shit that she said she wasn't going to do anyway. <laughs> like, she never rebelled against her parents. She never sat up there and was like, 
yeah, I'm going to live life for myself. Like, she just went and did the stuff that she was going to do anyway that made her mother happy. And she was clearly not happy. Because he asked her if she was happy. And she was like, don't ask me that. So clearly it was all a mistake. <laughs> she had opportunity to eat wings and drink wine with a fine man, fuck a fine man, for a period of time. Hey, some of us Go don't to have- clubs, have fun with her friends. She was going to stay in D.C., decided to go to Chicago, met some dude in Chicago. Clearly it wasn't that big of a Clearly that wasn't a big deal because she was just like, oh, no, I will definitely come over to your apartment, hotel room, whatever that was. Very, very, very fair point. Yeah. like I was just like, I mean, clearly he found his ambition to make his shit happen. But like, girl, (laughs) what happened with you, CS? Because we all knew... If you had, if she had actually like gone against her parents and like was really doing shit for herself and she was like happy and stuff, then I, I think they could have like been together because they would have like found their shit apart. But she's like still living under somebody else's like, like rule, not rules, but like expectations. And so she's like completely unhappy. <laughs> and then it just ends. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> they cut like, that, that movie cut off, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, wait!" wait. I was around it, I was like, "Wait, wait!" Exactly. So I was like, "Ten like, minutes, ten second, ten second, ten second. What? Yeah, like." Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. "Y'all not gonna kiss?" No, no kiss. No, um, no, like getting back together. No discussing. No, like, oh, are you happy now? And you're like, yeah. Happy, and then like you just like resolve to be like each other's first love, and that's it. Like there's not, <laughs> which I don't want them to be like you know wrap it up in a solid bow. But I was like, damn, little mom was just miserable. But I actually like the ending because they just cut the cameras off on my ass, and I was like, cut okay, the camera, dead ass. They just was like we're done, and I was like, okay, so it's it's ambiguous. We don't know if they get back together. She just staring at her painted titties, and he's staring at her, watching her watch, like look at her art. So it's fine. It is. It it's was cool. some, It was some good painted titties. <laughs> I was like, hey, it, he like I'm looking at art, looking at art. Like that's what it is. <laughs> like I get it. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, I just, mm, yeah. yeah. I get it. I understand. I was, like I said at the beginning, I think I was more interested in her friends. They because seem her, like a lively what? pair. Her friend, is do, her friend is doing what she wished she was doing. Her friend, like her name is like Mecca or something. I don't know what the actress's name is, but she's gorgeous. She's like beautiful, like Afro, like beautiful skin. Everyone has such beautiful skin. Like, damn. Excuse me. I didn't know we were all having great skincare routines and smooth, beautiful skin and all that. But, like, her friend has, like, multiple degrees and um, is, like, pouring coffee at, like, a, I don't know, like, a specialty coffee shop. Remember they're talking about, like, Ethiopian beans yeah, and stuff? Like- does this coffee taste different? She's like, mm, I think I do taste a difference. These beans come from Ethiopia. And I was like, 
All right, girl. You better get it. You better teach everybody about this coffee. Yeah, it's like some... um. What am I trying to say? It's like some like old, 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 old beans. <laughs> They're like the original beans from Ethiopia or something like that. I think that's what they were saying. Her name is Jade Ashet. She was in Billions. Um, she was in Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which I just realized that was her. I never finished that show because it was a little bit zany even for me <laughs> and i That's love with elijah wood right yeah that is the one with elijah wood. oh she was in rami she was one of uh rami's fiance's cousins but i don't remember her having a speaking role she must have but um yeah i'll have to go back and look but um yeah she's beautiful but like she's doing like she's doing what stevie wishes she was doing which is like she got all these degrees and stuff, but she's, like, doing something that she's actually passionate and interested in, and she's having a good time, and she likes it, and, like, her parents are freaked out, but she's, like, she's supporting herself. Like, I think that's, like, really what most people who have, like, creative passions and things like that really want. Like, they don't really – I mean, yes, money is great, but, like, you really want to be making yourself happy. Um, And I wish, like, Stevie had done the same thing. But yeah, she did not. So also another scene I want to talk about, which is like nothing special or anything. But when they were eating crab legs uh, and he fed, did she feed him the crab leg? I think somebody so. was or fed, he, somebody he was fed, fed her the crab leg or the crab cake. And I was like, bitch, I wish somebody would. <laughs> if only. You know how bad I wanted a crab boil this <laughs> this month, and everybody's like, "You feeding her the crab?" And he's like, "Yeah, woman's so beautiful." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and I was some like, the, yeah. Some of the dialogue in this, I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I understand. I too would like a crab leg. I would like Kofi to directly like just hand me the like the most butteriest, juiciest crab leg. Like the part of the claw with like the meat on the, you know? Crack the crack the leg, dip it in. Yeah, this is a new spin on like preparing your lover's plate for them. Just <laughs> give me the the buttered up crab leg. Do not skimp on the garlic. Dip the whole put the whole thing in there. Oh, man. I forgot they was feeding each other crab legs and shit. Yeah, that was a... I actually did not mind that scene. Now, what they were talking about during the scene, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I do not yeah. remember. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, really, the scenes that, like, stuck out to me were, like, when they... Not even really when they first met, but, like, when they, like, had their little date and then... um when she brought him to her parents' house, which is the disaster. And then <laughs> and then some other stuff. Oh, and then I think they also had a fight because he was supposed to go to the ballet with them, with her parents, and he was working. He was ignoring all her texts and phone calls because he oh, was working. Yeah. And stuff like that, and so she was pissed. And there was, like, some beautiful black dancing. I think it was ballet. But mm-hmm. It was, like, a black ballet dancer, and she was all weeping and crying and I was just like 
like just talk to them, girl. But yeah, people don't do that. Yeah, so. just communicate, y'all. Yeah. So I mean, in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna become one of our great black love stories. Nobody got dunked on. Nobody got dunked on. Nobody, you know, chased after somebody's train on the way to Chicago and missed the train. That happened to Love Jones, right? Yes. Um, what else? Nobody said, I love you like I love hip hop. I've been in love with you since I was nine or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Brown Sugar too On the Angie Martinez show. I love Angie. That's I feel like that's the person to get get you to reveal all the things. <laughs> She's so like so like calm and just like what's going on. <laughs> we should do Brown Sugar one day if I can steal my mama's DVD. It is on HBO Max. I oh, just shit. watched it. Oh shit! We can talk about most death and Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about champagne flutes. <laughs> She was like, did he just compare me to a champagne flute? <laughs> talking about my glasses. What is he talking about? He was he was so nervous. Bless him heart. I wonder if Lakeith will ever like try to like move into like a most deaf type. No, he cannot. He didn't say too much wild shit. So. <laughs> you know, like he the kind of it. weird dude in films. He you would know? have to erase everything he has ever said from the to, internet. He'd have to clean those nails. He, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you ever really erase the clubhouse moans? <laughs> I mean, he, I forgot he was in the moan room. I never did. The moan room. What were you moaning for? $100? Aren't you rich? Are they comfortable? Lakeith, it's not looking good for him. That makes me so sad because I was semi-rooting for him <laughs> i like like weird i feel like we need more weird actors like weird or black actors and then we get but then like when you get a weird actor it's like slowly slips into hotep shit it's just like a, a hop skip and a jump away yeah so that is disappointing <laughs> But yeah, I think this movie has a lot to improve on. But I also think, like, I mean, this is just like a a chill afternoon viewing. Mm-hmm. Get you a beautiful black bay, mm-hmm. hook it up, get you some wings, feed it to each other, and just relax. Feed me a crab leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Light a candle. I have a candle lit right now. I'm just missing the crab leg. You know, set a mood. Get yeah. some paint, paint each other, do some shit like that. I that would have been nice. Let's talk about like how we could have fixed this. <laughs> <laughs> I think the painting thing that would have been cute and sexy. We're painting each other, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in a movie context, not in real life. Like this is yeah. not real life. Like don't put oil paint on me. <laughs> that shit don't dry. Don't get my hair. But like in a movie, like. We're just going to have sex anyway. Like, who cares? <laughs> but that could have been cute. Like, I just feel like if Kofi's character had just been a little bit more. um, Like, had a bit more. Like, like you said, the spark. 
the bigger, I don't know if a bigger personality would work because maybe that's part of his whole thing of like, cause he's kind of like, I'm just like a painter and I'm just kind of trying to find myself. But he, I don't know. At the same time, like, fineness can get you lots of places, but can it get you everywhere? I don't know. Chavante could do it. Oh, God. This would have been about a poet then. <laughs> I mean, he could paint, he could do poems, he get could yaya. do everything. Get yaya. Does he do he doesn't do he doesn't do poetry, does he? He doesn't do any of that. I just found out he's in a fraternity. He is, he's an alpha. So I was thinking, oh, so you were making eight paces at the probate. (laughs) He is an alpha. I can see it clear as day. I can see it clear as day that he was probably making faces. He is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. With like a pharaoh theme. So, yeah, you know, give a little ski fi love over here. Okay. You know. Okay. Do you want to sound off? You don't want to sound off? Go on. I know you want to. It's in your <laughs> no, heart. No, no. Just keep it cute. Just keep it cute. <laughs> you don't want to? Okay. I'll give you the space to, Girl, to keep it cute over here. To be your one true self. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just found that out about him. He said he wants to be in romantic movies. I think he should. Obviously, he did a great job in, in Watchmen. He made me like Dr. Manhattan. I fucking hate Dr. Manhattan. So, like, this is, like, great. <laughs> like, I think he could do anything at this point. So, yeah, like, give him a chance. Give him a chance. Somebody. And you understood why um, Lori still had the little crate, like her little suitcase. <laughs> right? Locked and loaded. She just right. Why is it like two pieces, right? That like snapped in. Why did you need the extra piece? She had to extend up. They had jewels lined. Oh my god, that was one of the best episodes of TV. Who wrote like, that shit? Who wrote that in here? I was like, what's going on? Why does she have that weapon? Oh, she got that weapon. I, I got it. She I got, got that thing is what she got. I got it. I got you, girl. I got girl, they you, girl. Had crazy. They had her looking crazy. They playing on that man Mars phone. I got you. Yeah, I called him and all types of shit. I was like, no, girl, no wonder he ain't answering the phone. You should disconnect this shit. <laughs> she fucking crazy. Calling Mars like, you up? Bitch. <laughs> you ain't embarrassed, Silk <laughs> You ain't embarrassed. I guess not. If it's document, if it was that, was it that Dr. Manhattan? If it was that Dr. Manhattan, then yes, I would be calling at 2 a.m. Remember in uh, in uh, in Love Jones when she thought he was calling like some girl and it was labeled like Popeyes or whatever. <laughs> was that a thing we made up or was that happening in the movie? I can't even remember. <laughs> we were like, why would he, you be calling Popeyes at like 2 a.m.? <laughs> he was, I forgot what he did. He I'm not watching that girls again. call in the room now. Uh, yeah, I'm not calling. I'm not watching that again, but that's, yeah. I choose to believe that's what happened. <laughs> if it, oh, I think it's like, if it was today's time, like, would he have the girl's name in his phone, like, under Popeyes or whatever? He would. Yeah. Quincy. Try it. Bless. Bless up. Um, I think there could have been a little bit more 
like we said, like maybe it could have been an ex-girlfriend or maybe it could have been like a something else. I don't know. And then I also found it interesting that they were talking about how there's like no trauma, but there's clearly signs of like gentrification. Yeah. And I was like, that's about as tra- traumatic as uh, we can get in some places. <laughs> like, they're building condos and they have your faces as advertisements in a place that you probably can't afford to live. They do talk about housing discrimination. She's arguing that point in front of her professors or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one, do- one guy, the one one judge professor is like, oh, I don't think this is a civil rights issue. Um, and she, like, proves that it is and stuff. And um, like I'm like clearly there's something there we didn't even get into that part it's like the unseen boogeyman that has nothing to do with anything at the end of the day yeah they keep mentioning it in various parts of the movie yeah like, but just even nothing when, um, even when they go to the parents house because of where the parents where the parents live their house is nice as hell mm-hmm. i can't even i can't even fathom how much their house costs <laughs> i'm thinking about it right now i'm like god damn um but yeah i think i think there's just more that could be done i think kofi has potential i think yutha has potential i just don't know if they work well together um at least in my perspective, somebody might write that, like, see this and write like a billion pages of fan fiction. You never know. <laughs> so you know, I just feel like it just needed need a little bit more pushing in certain areas, and like, don't be afraid of the drama. Like, give us more. That's that's all I ask. Just a little, little bit more. I, Make it more high stakes is what I'm. Yeah. Wanting. Dunk on my heart. Just dunk on me. Make me feel something when I'm watching a film. Make me feel that longing. Make me feel that passion. Make me feel that hurt and pain. Make me root for those characters. Because I can't be like, shit, I don't care what happened to these niggas. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the worst thing I think you could, like, that's the worst crime. When you're watching a movie or a show and you're just like, I don't give a fuck what happens to these people. <laughs> and sometimes you watch stuff like that, but it's only because you just, like, none of the characters are good, so you're just like, whatever. But, like, that's bad <laughs> in this case. And, like, a love story. Just like, okay, they're falling in love. Who gives a shit? Like, that's not that's not good. Yeah. It should be the opposite. Like, you should be like, damn. Like, damn, I hope Bridget Jones finds love. And damn, I hope, you know, these people get it together. And I hope, like, they, you know. Like, in Lover's Rock, where are they going after this party? Like, I want to know. Like, Yeah, like, I hope they don't call each other back. We don't know where they're going back. on that bike, but they're together. I hope they call each other back, you know. I hope Kevin and Little stayed together until the end of their days. Like, and stuff like that. Like, you really want to be like, oh, I hope they made it. And this one, I'm like, well, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, I, yeah, this is a hard one because... I want people to watch it. Yeah. I really want people to watch it because it is a beautiful looking film. It's just missing a couple key ingredients to mm-hmm. make it a, a film like all the films that we just mentioned throughout the course of our conversation about it. 
Like yeah. even films that we didn't like in previous episodes, like we've done episodes on like Brown, not Brown Sugar, sorry, Love Jones and Love and Basketball. Those aren't films that we necessarily like, but they still had moments that we could reference to be like, these are moments that represent a romantic drama. They had still had elements that make them worth watch, like worth watching and being interested in. Remember in The Best Man when she was like, make love to me tonight? And I was like, oh, it's happening. This is magic. Yes. It's happening. <laughs> and then she was like, Nia Long, we needed you in this moment. <laughs> we we, need, we needed Nia. Nia we is so good. You. you speak your name. Please make another rom-com about like a, mm-hmm. a woman in her like 50s or whatever. But like who's fine and stuff, you know. Not a Stella need, got her groove back, but just something cute like that. We need you on that J-Lo path. J-Lo do be making like a lot of rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Because as much as like she kind of plays the same sort of character a lot of times. Like, I can't tell you that, like, I don't like The Wedding Planner. I love that movie. <laughs> I thought that movie was very entertaining, even with crazy-ass Matthew McConaughey. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I wonder she, if he was tart when they was filming that. I feel like he was still in, like, he looks like a football player in some of those older movies of his. Like, I don't think he really started to let his hair down and really get into the hippie sort of side of him although i did watch an episode of him on sex in the city and i was like damn he really was crazy this one time he's been crazy <laughs> he was supposed to play himself <laughs> i was like oh no this is concerning because <laughs> they was talking about and this is an aside but they was talking about who was it, it was kate hudson saying oh yeah i had to give him like a little perfume when we was working on that one movie either the one about the boat or the one it was 50- probably uh, how to lose a guy in ten days? Yeah, that one. Yeah, you yeah. like had to give him a little spray, a little pew pew. He's a from like he's a small town Texas boy. He's probably just like I'm used to being outside and stank. So, you know, Kate has been rich her entire life <laughs> in comparison. So he's mm-hmm. just a down home wannabe governor boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't believe in deodorant. Oh, well, we've heard enough about people not bathing this year, so I'd, I've heard enough to last me the rest of my days. So, <laughs> but I think too, like, I feel like if we could have something like that too, that might be fun, like some like more comedy, romantic comedy type stuff, like which I worry about because, boy, the way the film industry is moving, Christ. I don't know if I'll ever see a good one again, but I'll like on the big screen at least. Fingers know. crossed. If not, we just got to look forward to Christina Milian on the <laughs> Netflixes. You know what I watched though? I watched Starstruck finally. Did you watch that? It slaps. I mean, we ran it back a couple times. I watched it at least four times this week because it's only six episodes and like, you know, 20, 30 minute episodes. And it's like, if you took like Bridget Jones and like Notting Hill, but like made it in the 21st century um, with an actress from New Zealand and an Indian man, <laughs> an Indian uh, uh, action star, I guess, or he's just like an actor. It's so cute. I was like, stop, this is too much. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's that classic, like we keep meeting 
And I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck to do with you every time we meet because it's some horrible misunderstanding. And it's great. It's, it was it's one of my favorite shows from this year. Yeah. And I liked it so much from watching it too many times that I also watched Four Weddings and a Funeral because the guy who plays Tom is in that. I heard he was in that. I don't know about watching. I don't really know. I mean, Mindy Kaling seems like she's firmly planted in the rom-com genre. We shout out to her for that. But like at the same time, like sometimes I don't like what she does. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to, to risk it. But I might if I'm, you know, if I find myself with enough time on my hands. Yeah, I'm not going to recommend that you do, but if you got some spare moments. Isn't Four Weddings and a Funeral the one with Hugh Grant? That's the one I just yes. watched, right? With the with the, the movie? With Andy mm-hmm. McDowell, right? Mm-hmm, my girl, Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watched that like last year or earlier this year for like the first time. And I was like, damn, this is a lot. That type of shit. Would be- <laughs> it is kind of like that where there's like a, because they have a bunch of misunderstandings and stuff. And then she like married at one time and lots, a lot of stuff goes down. And someone's mm-hmm. in love with him. And we need that type of mess, like. It can be you she's can't. in love with him. He's in love with someone else. Somebody he, dies. Somebody see, else. That would be good too with this. Like there was no past loves. There's no past romances. Nobody caught your eye. All these fine men in DC and nobody caught your eye. What? I'm just saying. There's room for improvement. I'm sure there's lots of people who would enjoy this, but there's room for improvement. I mean, throw that on on Netflix. Give it some clicks. So things like Boss Baby Holiday or wherever the fuck is not <laughs> <laughs> number one. And, you know, I, just I guess, watch it. Watch it and see what you think. I think when I watched it, it was like number 10. With Boss Baby? Boss no. Baby no, I've never seen Boss Baby or the Boss Baby Cinematic Universe. I've only, I was talking about Really Love. <laughs> I think Really Love was number 10 in like on their list, which I don't know how that list is configured. You know, Netflix be lying. So I just, (laughs) I don't really like to put all my faith into their numbers and metrics. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, give it some love. Give some of these other movies some love. Like we've given you enough suggestions. I think we don't even need to recommend anything else at the end of this episode because it's like, like there's, a lot out there and I hope people continue to make more um as you know as the days go on because I feel like it's needed I feel like we just can't in the effort to not make a certain type of black film quote unquote like I just don't I just hope people don't ignore certain movies I hope people start making movies about you know, girls in the hood falling in love and stuff like that. Because that was the other thing I was going to talk about with the people at the beginning was, like, the ga- the guys at the at the corner store are, like, smoking it up and stuff. I was like, oh, we're going to see some, some people like that. We never saw any of that. Like, we never saw those type of people. They were just kind of like, yes, we love all of our blackness and stuff, but we only focus on this one group of people. <laughs> so that was a little disappointing as well. Like, I hope people start to, like, broaden their their scopes because even when people are like yeah i want to see black people on screen it's usually like i would like to see two parent households with a nuclear family yeah. no issues it's and stuff still and really limited 
Yeah, I'm just like, well, that doesn't represent me, so I don't really bang with that at all. <laughs> so that's why it's kind of just like when you say, like, you want more black rep- representation, please include, like, a full spectrum. And I know that's not possible for every project, but, like, as people start to come up in the film world and start making their own projects and things, because this is only, this is Angel's, like, film debut. Like, this is her first full-length movie. She's got a lot more that I think she's capable of. So, um, I think that, like, as she goes on, she might start to do things like that. But if not, then, you know, there's plenty of room for other people to also do things like that. We don't all have to do the Cosby show, please. (laughs) No more. Expand your aspirations. We're done with the Cosby show. (laughs) I would agree. Like, there is room for everything. Mm-hmm. And also another thing, just go back and watch old films. Yeah, I mean, we're always suggesting it. I just got a ton of new movies to watch just by watching that documentary because there's some movies I've never heard of and there's some movies I had seen already. So you, anytime you think you've seen everything, you probably haven't. I would just say that. Yeah. There, there's a ton of movies, not only in this country but we I mean, we haven't even talked about movies made outside of america <laughs> like there's really there's tons i mean besides the original four weddings you know like there's tons there could be movies being made right now that we, like we don't even know about that we could suggest because we just haven't heard of them yet so yeah and i'm excited to see what comes next yeah for a lot of the new filmmakers yeah, I mean, we got we got a lot going on. I don't know about what this next Jordan Peele movie is going to look like. What is it called? Is it called Up? What is it? It's not called Up. Why would you think it's called Up? Because it looked like a, the Disney movie or a Pixar movie. It was a giant cloud in the sky. <laughs> it's called Nope. Nope? Yeah, well, I mean, that's not better than Up, but it's called No, nope. it's not. Exactly. Okay, that was cool then. I could have said, <laughs> I could have keep calling it Up. Until I decide not to. Yeah, it's called Nope. It's called, it's Nope. These what is it about? Aliens. I don't know. These niggas are aliens. I hope it's not about aliens. What else would this be but a UFO persisting as a cloud in the sky? Ma'am, please. <laughs> this is a UFO. And they're about to drop down some blacks. And Stephen Yun. <laughs> Why is Stevie Young one too? He an alien as well. That would be no. Cool. I'm not. I learn my lesson next time. I'm not making no more theories about Jordan Peele films <laughs> because my ideas are always remember better than like, what the actual film is about. You, so now, when you were like, remember, like us is going to be about like the fertility of the rabbits, <laughs> and it's going to be about you know when they do this, I'm going to connect these dots, and it's going to be about this, and, and it's about no doppelgangers and underground shit and wasting mm-hmm. Yaya's time and all this bullshit. Who's what? Who's wasting Yaya's time? Yaya was in there for twenty minutes, like twenty seconds. Oh yeah, he was the dad, wasn't he? I always forget mm-hmm. that. Oh, Yaya. See, so been wasting his time. Yaya, can you can you share with us your upcoming plans? Isn't he supposed to be like a DC movie or some shit like that? He is finna be Black Manta again and Aquaman. But he's also supposed to be something else. I it was something like. 
Oh, he's supposed to be in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. He's in the Matrix Resurrections. That comes out this year. I don't know when. And, um, I mean, I should look up Kofi's <laughs> plans because I haven't seen anything he's about to be in since. I don't know what else he's about to be in. I think he's still on Queen Sugar. I thought Queen Sugar was over. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I thought it was over, but maybe they're just taking a break. It's about to be fucked up. No, you gotta edit all this out. Why? Okay, you don't have to edit it out, but it's whatever, y'all. Y'all's gonna be in a movie called Ambulance. That's directed and produced by Michael Bay. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal and him. Yeah, you know that just the the um the trailer just dropped today. Oh, that came out today. I gotta check that out. I thought so. I didn't listen to it because, like, I mean, <laughs> but um, uh, because listen, Jacob, you you disappointed me. <laughs> he said more than he any went other on the mic and said, "I do not wash my ass." Oh no, sorry. It's not. It's not that one. He's in another. So it's called The Guilty. That's what Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know what this movie is about. But no, um, Ambulance says my uh, Jake Gyllenhaal too. Yeah, Jake is busy being musty, but also working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say he looked like a dog man. And no, I no, angry. He, no, you'll still and, get angry. You'll you'll still get angry angry comments from me. <laughs> I said he looked like he belonged in a goofy movie and everybody got mad at me. He said he don't wipe his, don't wash his ass. And not don't wipe. Jesus, Brittany. <laughs> I would literally stop living. <laughs> I would go out on this balcony right now and jump. <laughs> That's disgusting. Don't you ever. <laughs> Unless you have a bidet or something. You better get back there. Oh, God. That's just, oh, <laughs> you just broke me. Jacob, you disappointed me more than any of the other girls. Any of the other silly girls. Oh, with that one. Because I don't care about the other ones who told us their business. I did care about you. But maybe Yaya will said, tell us. We should ask him. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, they had so to I don't need to know that man's business. I don't care if that man is musty. It is not my responsibility as a person minding their own fucking business no. somebody else wash their ass. No, but it's funny this- because on, on the part that uh that Spider-Man clip, somebody's like, oh, his spidey senses <laughs> were so good here. And they're like, you could probably smell <laughs> Jake chilling off. <laughs> and I was like, that is disgusting. But it's probably true. Oh, God. What a disappointment. Um, Yeah, so... I guess we should say, like, what's coming next. So we're gearing up to have new episodes soon enough. Um, As of right now, we still don't know what those episodes are, but we are in the planning stages. So if you still, like, you know, have been hanging on, maybe listening to old episodes and, you know, talking to us on Twitter, Instagram. Someone sent us, like, a long Instagram recommendation <laughs> that I have to read you. Um, but, like, if you've just, like, been interacting with us for the time that we've been on this, like, little hiatus, I want to say thank you. And, um, yeah, we're, we're coming back, y'all. We'll be back. We'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that supposed to be? That was my um, radio voice. 
Okay. That's like if I had like a quiet story um show, that's the voice I would use. Hey ladies. Hello listeners. You're listening to Brittany <laughs> Quiet Storm Radio. Oh, 105.7 for all my Dallas people. You know what's up. They be playing the quiet storm about nine or ten o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my sexy voice. Uh-huh. Okay. I see it. I see it. Um I wanna think, I'm trying to think of what else are I have another like thing I wanted to mention, but I don't remember. So it's probably not that important. So <laughs> I guess you can find us um you know wherever you get podcasts but especially like itunes soundcloud spotify you know if you feel so inclined give us a little review on itunes um or apple podcast sorry speaking from like 2017 here um you know uh we're on instagram at black girl film club we're at uh we're on twitter at blk girl film club we have our website, blackgirlfilmclub.com. That is like, <laughs> that is also in some planning stages as well. You know, watch that space. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you can also email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. You know, give us suggestions, you know, write us in for like listener letters or anything like that. Um, yeah, we're everywhere. And uh, we took a little break, but we're happy to be back. Yeah, we're back. We are Mac. You have any other announcements, Brittany? No, I don't have any announcements at this time, but thank you guys for listening. Was that your sexy voice? Yeah, it was my like, <laughs> semi sexy voice. <laughs> the dial turned to like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if there's nothing else, we're going to say bye for now. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.